This is Ozarks at Large. With me on the phone from his office in Fort Smith is Michael Tilly, who is with Talk Business and Politics. Michael, I hope you've had a good week. Good week so far. So I'm not going to... Let's not jinx it now. Let's talk about something familiar, two things familiar. The city of Fort Smith facing a lawsuit about uh, how they have handled the Freedom of Information Act and the lawsuit filed by familiar name, Attorney Joey McCutcheon. Get us up to date. Once again, we find ourselves with the city of Fort Smith that apparently now this will be adjudicated, but it really, we've seen this movie before, Kyle, um, the city decides that it can, can, can conduct um, some of its business outside a public venue. In this case, there was to be a vote on November 16th, a uh, potential vote on extending some sales tax to cover parks and rec, fire, uh, with most of it going to just help support consent decree work, which we've talked about. So there were several items on the agenda about different ways to break this down. And I can, I'm going to cut to the chase. Essentially, what um, Gefkin, City Administrator Carl Gefkin, and some members or all members of the Fort Smith Board of Directors did was to essentially kind of vote back and forth by phone using Sherry Guard, the city clerk Sherry Guard, as kind of the number counter about what they did or didn't want on the agenda. Well, you don't get to do that. You can the city ordinance allows for a director to pull something off the agenda. And if a certain number, I think it's four other directors or three other directors concur, it gets pulled, but you don't get to debate about which one of these agenda items stays on and why outside of the public venue. Again, last time I checked, these are tax dollars and it's the public's business. So this is a clear, in my estimation, uh, again, this will be adjudicated. A violation of Arkansas's the open meetings provision in Arkansas's Freedom of Information Act, um, and it's it's just frustrating, Kyle. I think you and I have talked several times, unfortunately, many times, that the city of Fort Smith, and this goes on, has been going on with different directors, different city administrator. It just for whatever reason, and here at Talk Business and Politics, we cover a lot of other cities around the state. And we don't see, they're not all perfect, but we don't see this level of consistent, flagrant violation of public transparency of the Freedom of Information Act law. So Attorney Joey McCutcheon, who, by the way, successfully sued him earlier this year for FOI violation, uh, has filed um, another lawsuit in Sebastian County Court. And, and again, that, that previous um uh, the, the previous judgment was very clear that they used a, an email group um, to conduct the city's business outside of the public, outside of a public venue. So this is similar, but instead of using email, they used phone. So um, it's just it's, it's very frustrating. It's and it it relates to over excuse me over 150 million dollars essentially in new sales tax that will be generated over the next 10 years if voters approve this package on, on February 8th, which another part of the story, Kyle, and it's not in our story, but it, I may be writing about it soon, is once again, the Fortune Board of Directors, instead of going to the public saying, hey, these taxes are set to expire, 
what do you want to do? Let's get some public input. Let's talk to the residents. They just, you know, bam, come out with this plan. Um, you know, and, and I, hopefully um, it'll get passed because it's very critical to the city's future, to city, city amenities, ongoing work to fix the water and sewer system. But this Fort Smith board and the city administration just seem um, have no problem. It, it, I don't think it's ignorance anymore, Kyle. I think mm-hmm. it's just arrogance. I mean, they know what the law is. They've been they've been slapped on the wrist so many times. They have to know what the law is. But here they've come out with a plan. They did it privately, which is illegal. Didn't get public input. Remember, we talked about the Fort Smith public schools when they passed that very large millage project, mm-hmm. and that passed by a very, uh, I think, an overwhelming. Ma- majority. Well, you remember the school districts spent over six months gathering public input, having citizen committees saying, hey, this is what we want to do. And they tweaked it. It got tweaked several times based on citizen input and it passed. But the city of Fort Smith just thinks it can do its own thing. And they may get, they may get smacked down just like they did Marshall's tax, the U.S. Marshall's Museum tax, which is another one where they didn't seek public input and just threw it threw it out there against the wall, and the voters said, I don't think so. Well, all right. If that is uh, familiar, something new is uh, now officially open at the Arkansas Colleges of Health Education, a 66,000-square-foot College of Health Sciences facility that uh, opened this week. What What's inside? Well, we it's um, occupational therapy. Um, you know, the the... The Arkansas College of Osteopathic Medicine, of course, we know, opened several years ago. In fact, they inaugurated their first class uh, in May of this year, 145 osteopathic medical, medical students, adding more doctors to the much-needed um, workforce in that area. And so um, now with this new facility, the College of Health Sciences facility, we're going to get some different medical folks, different uh, part of the workforce that's much needed. Occupational therapy, uh, physical therapy, those are different things that I've learned. Those are different things. Physical therapy opened its, uh, welcomed its first class, 36 students in June. Occupational therapy will greet its inaugural class in January. Um, no, I think they have a maximum class size of 36 students also. But um, this is just adding on to Part of what's an amazing complex, I encourage folks who have not traveled, toured around that part of Chaffee Crossing, if they've not been there in a few years, they need to, they're not going to recognize it. Um, that college, that's turning into to be, not, I don't, look, I'm, it's not like the U of A campus, don't get me wrong, but it's turning out to be an interesting campus with residential areas, with commercial area across the street. Um, Kyle Parker and his crew um, out, at the, out at Arkansas College of Health Education have done an amazing job. I, I know as journalist, as a journalist, I'm supposed to be cynical and not praise anybody, but um, those folks deserve to be patted on the back. And there's an interesting story, Kyle. It's in our story, but Mr. Parker was giving a tour to, to who some folks who turned out to be an anonymous donor of another part of the facility. And he was explaining about this Colleges of Health Sciences building they wanted to build, and it was going to cost $25 million. They were going to get there, but it was just going to take a few years. And they said, okay, and they left. They had been gone for just a few minutes, 
Kyle got a phone call. It was um, one of the people, one part of this anonymous donor couple said, now how much is that second building going to cost? Kyle said, oh, about 16 million. And he said there was a brief pause and she responded back, I'll get you a check. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, that kind of, and that sped up, uh, I think, uh, according to our story, put it on a, um, is about five years earlier than what they would have built this. So they're putting these key medical folks into the workforce much earlier. Um, and it's all happening right here in, in Fort Smith. It's a great asset for the region. And I wanted to ask you, speaking of money, about uh, the budget. It's been passed this month, the, the budget for the city of Fort Smith. Any surprises inside that? No, just a quick and dirty for, for 22. It's about a um, $47.5 million budget for the general fund. That's police, fire, basic services, that type of thing. Water and sewer, which we talk about quite a bit, that budget is just under $60 million. That's up about 2.5%. Um, and, uh, in, as part of that, the expenditures for the solid waste department, which is really where most of the consent decree work comes in, was budgeted a little over 20 million. And, um, that's up, um, above the 17.6 million in the amended 2021 budget. So they're putting more money into it. Um, it'll be interesting to get, uh, one thing we didn't do and hopefully we will do in the future is get uh, director comments on, um, that money for the solid waste department. There have been some criticism in the past about not enough being spent on that. So that's the one hole in the story we need to button up, and hopefully we'll do that soon. All right. You can read about all of this and much more at talkbusiness.net. Michael Tilly is with Talk Business and Politics. Michael, thank you for your time. Hey, I always appreciate you letting us, uh, letting us talk to your listeners.